Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Sacred Earth Telesummit. I'm your host, Kim Wilborn, founder of GuardianGateway.com, where we help you partner with high vibrational guardians and allies, angels, fairies, dragon and unicorn energies, tree and plant spirits, and more, who are here to help uplift every area of life. And I want to thank you so much for being here with us. Together with you, we're creating a beautiful sacred space to come into deeper relationship with the guardian being that is the earth. So as well as welcoming you to the call, I'd also like to ask you to join me right now in connecting in love to the spirit of the earth and all of nature and saying thank you. And I want to remind you that you'll find your free 48-hour replays on our schedule and replay page. And I've got an affordable upgrade package with recordings and bonuses to help you get lasting benefits from the Telesummit. And it's at a discount price right now. Our Sacred Earth Telesummit package gives you all of the interview recordings from the summit, as well as the Sacred Earth Telesummit Journal and Guide ebook, and all the meditations and guided journeys and exercises from the calls edited out to make it easy for you to experience them again and again. You'll also receive these bonuses, the Ecosystem Party Meditation from Basha Alexander, the Meditation to Make a Deeper Connection with Gaia video from Yop Van Etten, the Address from the did I say that right? I always want to address. Yes. <laughs> it's not address. The address from the Earth Audio. There we go. From Tannis Hellowell. Partner with Nature Healing Whispers from Dr. Jim Conroy and Basha Alexander. The Mother Earth Forest of the Heart Meditation from Raven Many Voices. The Align to Your Higher Self Soul Immersion Journey from Callista the Elemental Earth Healing Guided Meditation from Karen Kay, Merlin, the Fountain of Flame Guided Journey from Diamira Rose D'Agostino, and more. And as always, you can see all these goodies on our schedule and replay page. Today, I can't wait to get started speaking with Ara Campbell. But before we begin, I'd like to invite you to take a nice deep breath and fully enter into the sacred space we're creating here together. If you're in a safe place to do so, I'd like to invite you to close your eyes now and begin to relax. Allow yourself to feel a beautiful beam of source energy entering through the top of your head. As this source energy flows down into your body, feel it cleansing, clearing, and balancing every part of your body and every part of your being. Feel it filling your entire body 
flowing through your feet and beaming down into the center of the earth. At the center of the earth, feel the presence of a huge glowing crystal filled with positive energy and love for you. See the beam of source energy flow down into the crystal. Harmonize with the energy there. And beam straight back up into you. Feel this beautiful energy flow up in a gentle wave. A wave that fills you, surrounds you, and then spreads out to bless the entire world. See the whole planet held in a space of safety and love. Now, think of the roots of a magnificent tree. Picture an abundant, healthy root system. And allow your own energetic roots to move down into the rich, fertile earth beneath your feet. Feel your roots spreading out and spiraling down, down, and farther down. Anchoring you into the love and nourishment of the earth. Draw that love and nourishment up now and feel it filling your energetic roots and your body. Feel it completely filling your heart. And take a few moments now to commune through your heart with the conscious being that is the earth.
now fully connected to the love of the earth, shine love to all the many beings of this world. Feel yourself a part of a beautiful, interconnected pattern of love and support. And take your place in the creative tapestry of life that we are weaving here together. Now take another nice deep breath. Feel yourself fully in your body. Open your eyes and look around the room. Continue to feel yourself grounded and connected to the love of the earth. And join with me in welcoming our speaker. C. Ara Campbell is a visionary writer, author, and founder of the Goddess Circle. She's a soul guide, cosmic channel, facilitator of the Inner Priestess Awakening online journey, and author of the Astro Forecast. Ara is a modern-day mystic dedicated to the awakening, rising feminine, living embodied truth, and aiding others in connecting with their medicine. She can often be found seeking wisdom and solace in the wilds of Mother Earth. Welcome to the Sacred Earth Telesummit, Ara. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I'm excited to have you. I love watching your, seeing your pictures on Facebook. You are always so connected to nature, and I'm so excited to hear what you have to say today. Where do we begin? Um. I was going to talk about my personal connection with with the earth and how that came to be. Oh, I'd love that. From a young age, I was called strongly to connect and dive into the magic of the natural world and to walk the path of the nature priestess. I was fortunate to grow up right by a lake with a yard full of trees and a forested area like right nearby where I lived. So there was never any shortage of inspiration when it came to honoring the call of the natural world. I felt deeply connected to the medicine of the trees, the earth, the rocks, the water, the animals. I would collect and bring home stones and sticks that I felt had a certain vibration or energy about them for some future project or ritual that had yet to manifest itself. As I aged, I learned more about nature-based spiritual beliefs, the rituals and the ways that it tapped into and started working actively with the rhythms of the moon and the cycles of the seasons in connection with the earth. I learned very early the potent transformation that came when you tap into the energy of moving with the seasons and honoring them. When we open and move with the natural rhythms, the lessons that are revealed are profound. For example, where I live here in Canada, we're in the depths of winter. During this time, the natural world is in a state of slumber. The trees are resting for the upcoming summer months. The world is just sort of dormant. The season calls us to go within, to reflect and to plan what lies ahead. It can be a time of learning how to trust in the unseen, how to traverse the darkness and face the shadows. It's a very powerful time, and each of these seasons holds within it its own kind of magic, its own mystery and lessons to be revealed to us. It's this kind of connection to the planet that I draw inspiration from, 
There's so much wisdom in the trees and the rocks and the animals and the birds. There's a cycle to everything and the seasons teach us so many important lessons. I'm so lucky where I live to be able to connect with the natural energy on a daily basis in the form of wandering in the woods or watching the northern lights dance in the sky or just sitting on the earth or watching wild animals and birds you know, bring their medicine into my life. How does that show up for you, Ara? I, I always love to ask this question, like what is that, not so much what does it look like, but how does that wisdom kind of show up for you? Has it channeled? How does it sort of like manifest itself? Yes. Um, for me, like, I, like I was really lucky growing up. Like, like, as I said earlier, I was, I was really lucky being able to grow up because I felt like I was given the freedom in order to explore what that meant to me. So when I was little, it was, my mother is wonderful and she, um, she was very, she's very tapped in the earth energy. So I come by it very naturally, but she was very, like, she was very open to kind of letting, like, there was no don't, you know, don't there was no like compression put on what you you felt you you learned from a tree or from like a, a bird or from an animal there was like that sacred space to explore that and to me I I just I allow it I think that's one of the biggest things that we block especially as we get older which is why kids are so smart is, is kids can naturally allow these things like what is the medicine of a of a of a tree or a rock or a plant to a child, the child knows instinctively a lot more because they haven't been taught to sort of push that energy or that wisdom away. So allowing is a big thing for me and just being present with what it is because it's not always going to be the same or, and sometimes it's uncomfortable. Like I said about winter and when we talked about winter earlier, mm. like it's cold here and it's, it's desolate sometimes it's dark, you know, it's dark for a large period of time and it gets very cold up here in Canada and you know, sometimes you got to be present with the lessons and, and, and really dig deep to figure out exactly what, you know, what is this, what is the message here when it's miserable? And sometimes the message is, a, is, a, is something that is uncomfortable for us to see, but it's important to be able to be present with that. Oh, thank you. I love that. Um, one of the mo or one of the ways, one of the more powerful ways I commune with the natural world you mentioned earlier was photography. Um, I'm really lucky where I live to be able to be surrounded by the wilds of nature and be able to tap into the energy of the animals, birds, and nature surrounding me through photography. Uh, there's so much that I I learn in the observation of these animals and you know being able to get the messages and the appreciation for an eagle or for a wolf or a moose. And they've got so much to teach us. Even even just a humble chick chickadee on your windowsill, you know, can be a, a good messenger. It doesn't have to be anything like a buffalo or anything. It can be just a a little 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 creatures carry big wisdom. Mm -hmm. Another way that I've been called to connect with the energy of the earth in the last few years has been essential oils. I love the healing benefits they offer, and I love how they can calm the mind and body and aid in wellness and balance. I found them extremely powerful in helping me relax or concentrate when I use them in my diffuser. I have a citrus, woodsy, mint kind of blend that I love that kind of picks me up and helps me kind of hone my focus a little bit. I also have a mint blend that I, a blend that I use for headaches because I'm prone to headaches and I like putting it on my on my crown and, and on my temples because it kind of eases the, the pain that kind of comes with headaches. And I, I use it a lot in baths too. And it's just, I love being able to reach for a natural method of healing that is literally a plant essence because it's just so powerful and so potent to be able to tap into that earth energy. Right. And it's so I'm glad you brought that now. up. Yeah. Kind of, that's a big part of my life. So thanks for bringing that up. And it's important to find like, you know, um, sustainable and 
very, you know, businesses with good business practices or whatever that cultivate these essential oils, because of course they're taking from the earth and you want to be respectful and you want to make sure it's something that's a respectable company. Um, Another way I've always really loved working with the natural energies is tapping directly into practices using the elements. Now, many people don't consider, like when you think about earth, air, earth, air, fire, and water, most people would consider earth and earth practice, but I'm kind of a little more fluid on that. I consider, you know, it's like water is on the earth, so it's kind of also an earth practice in a certain regard. So I kind mm-hmm. of, I, I, I kind of allow the interplay of that. I'm a little more allowing in that. So water is really powerful for diving into the feminine and connecting with the flow of our emotions and feelings for releasing and letting go. Something just as simple as infusing a, a beach stone with an intention of what you're wishing to release and then tossing it into the waves as a symbolic release is a simple and extremely powerful practice for for getting rid of something that maybe you want to release and you, water is perfect for being able to do that. Um, fire is also a very potent energy for warmth, for passion, for sacrificing the old and burning away the past. A simple way of connecting and releasing energy of fire or energy is build a bonfire and write down on a paper or even a leaf that has fallen to the ground what you wish to give up to the flames in release and then offer it up to the flames air is a very powerful energy for change and the winds being able to clear and cleanse if you're feeling stuck or cluttered energy in your sacred space i like to open up all the windows in my home and invite the winds in to symbolically and literally sweep your life and clean it and clear away that stagnant energy and of course Earth is an amazing energy for grounding, for solid foundations, for growth and creation. If you're feeling fuzzy and disconnected, taking some time to sit under a tree or anywhere on the ground and symbolically dig your roots into the soft earth below can really anchor your energy and create a centered support for the rest of the day. Another simple practice using the earth is to create an offering tree. This is something that I like, love and I've loved for years and I've spoken about it often. I have a special maple tree on my yard that sort of chose this random awkward spot to take root after her seeds were scattered from somewhere else. And she became this amazing place for me to create this little nature altar at her base, which is a place I offer herbs or flower petals, little rocks, something natural from my workings that I wanted to release into the soil. I also offer bird seed there for the winged ones that like live in her boughs. Hmm. It's a, it's very simple things when you when you work with the energy of the earth. It's very there's a lot of things you can do. It's not it doesn't have to be anything complicated and it doesn't have to be anything um, overly stressful to you. It's it, earth earth energy is natural and it flows, so it's very it's very easy to be able to work with it and not have you don't have to stress out about it too much. Another way you can use the energy of the earth is you can use it in clearing. So sometimes there can be a lot of unwanted energy floating around in our world and clearing is very beneficial anytime you feel you need a little cleansing brought to your sacred space or to your own energetic field. This is a great way to nullify any unwanted energies in your environment, purify your sacred space, clear your ritual area prior to a ceremony or cleanse your own energy. So if there's something you want to release, clear or let go of that is either in the energy within or surrounding you, this can be a potent and simple practice to do. It can be anything from an off vibration you wish to nullify or release or something specific maybe you want to let go of from your home. Some different clearing methods you can use can include sacred smoke from plants from the earth. Some popular ones are cedar, uh, peo santo, um, sweetgrass, that's my favorite. Um, Make sure they're ethically sourced. Uh, You can also use salt. You can use essential oils, as mentioned earlier. 
um, you can use essential oils. You can actually use them in water. You can use moon water. You can have water charged by the moon in your, in your, in a, in a sacred vessel or in a glass during the full moon. And you can actually use that in sprays and tinctures around your home. Just make sure any of the methods you're using, just make sure if you've got furniture or pets or children, just kind of make sure they're kind of cleared out of the way so you don't get them doused in anything that might get in their eyes or anything. Do you have um, a, a regular practice that you like to do for clearing in your own house? I usually do it with the new moon. Like I, I like to clear out during the new moon. It's my like intention setting and my clearing. And I do have a little um, a little spray bottle with some moon water. And I use I like citruses. I, citruses always smell fresh to me. And of course, that's always the, the that's always the scent of cleaning, right? It's always the citrusy mm-hmm. kind of blend. Citrus and mint. I want citrus and mint. So um, I, I actually use that to spray during the during the new moon before I do my intentions. I I do I do a little cleaning or cleaning ritual. Sometimes I use a little bit of um, a little bit of Sweetgrass, it's my favorite. I, I absolutely love uh, the scent of it. Even if you don't burn it, you can just smell it. It's so perfect. Um, and I, uh, I, I clear the area. And I, if I, if, if weather allows, which of course, most of the year it doesn't because I'm in Canada. But if the weather allows, I, I open the windows and let it all clear out. And um, I envision the unwanted energy being cleared away by the, like by by whatever I'm using. Um, and then you can concentrate on what you wish to fill the space with instead. Picture the energy moving away and something more positive or something, a glowing light filling the space. And if you wish, you could use uh, the little mantra that I use is uh, cleanse this space, remove all ill, bless it now, let love and light fill. And then I usually I, I do my my intentions or whatever new moon practices that I wish to do for the new moon during that time. You can also I've, I've seen it done before if you have carpet. um and if you don't have, like, you have to watch with pets and stuff like that. I've seen people sprinkle salt on, like, carpet and then vacuum it up to kind mm-hmm. of get, like, the, the negative. Because carpet is, like, one of those things that just holds literally everything, like, all mm-hmm. kinds of energy. So I've seen people do that before, too. Yeah, I've done that before. Sea salt. Sea salt, yeah. I love sea salt. Also very good for baths, for a grounding bath. It's perfect with essential oils. It's absolutely a perfect thing to do for baths. I have a question about the moon since you were talking about the moon and I know you have a deep relationship with the moon. How has that supported you in your relationship with the the consciousness of the earth? Well, it's it's interesting cuz because like so many people when they think of earth energy, like it's that separation again. They always think of it's like, you know, moon energy is celestial energy and earth energy is earth energy. But I always think of I'm I'm a big connected fan. I think like I said all the elements are connected and then all of this the energy of the moon is connected. Mm-hmm. And the cycles of the moon have allowed me so much to tap into the energy of the of the shifting earth of, you know, this this moon flows into that moon and then it it's sort of like evolved and you, you tap into that energy and you're able to to move with it and, and flow with it um like from new moon to full moon and then of course back to new and you're just able to do these different practices that tap you in deeper it's it's nice to be able to coincide these with the seasons as well like during the, the solstices and, and different things like that and be able to celebrate with the with the moon in conjunction with whatever earth holiday is happening and be able to kind of tie the practices and energy of those together well and it's 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 really good to be able to like as like i said earlier with things like the moon water um 
and to be able to charge your crystals during a full moon and the different things you can do with that. Again, that's a tie in between the earth energy and the mm -hmm. celestial energy, being able to, to infuse one with the other. It's, everything is connected. That's like I said, why I, I'm, I'm, I'm reluctant to always be like, this is just an earth thing or this is just a celestial mm -hmm. thing. It's like it's, mm -hmm. it's an all connected thing. So another thing that earth energy is so good for is grounding, of course. So I um I'm very I'm very not all over the place, but I, I tend to get scattered sometimes and a lot of us when we're in this when we're when we're very deeply connected to messages and the spirit world, we can tend to get a little bit scattered. So earth energy is very important to be able to ground ourselves and to be able to center ourselves back into the earth and give ourselves a little stability. So one of the things that I do is eating grounding root foods from the earth. Root vegetables are very powerful and quick way of connecting with the energy of the earth and tapping into some grounded rooted energy. So some examples of this can be yams, beets, parsnips, turnips, carrots, onions, um, even ginger. I find it I find it very grounding to drink a mixture of um, juices sometimes. Like sometimes it's it's not convenient to you know walk around with a a carrot for you know whatever reason. So maybe it's, <laughs> you make a drink of of carrot or beet juice or or something like that. Make a smoothie with it. Add it to your spinach and stuff like that. And mm. it can help you kind of bring you back down into your body into something a little bit more rooted and grounded. Um, of course, spending time outside is a really, really good way of grounding after ceremony or, or after any kind of um, anything where you feel a little bit a little bit too much in your head or a little bit too um, too up in the upper planes. You can you can go and you can sit outside, take a few minutes, take your shoes off, sit on the sit on the ground and really connect with her her energy. Um, you can also do a yoga pose. I'm not one of my my yoga poses one of the yoga poses that i use that is very um grounding is called mountain pose or tadasana which is a strong grounding rooted pose and you can do this anywhere you don't have to do it on a mat you can even do it outside to get some extra earth energy uh, it begins with both feet firmly on the ground or mat and you stand up straight with firm thighs relax your shoulders away from your ears as shoulders tend to creep up towards our towards our ears when they when we're tense they get they like to rise up and get a little bit high Make sure your tailbone is tucked in slightly and keep your chest open and your hands by your side with your arms straight. Keep your gaze fixed forward, your neck neutral, not tensed, and keep your chin parallel to the floor. You can also do a version of this with your arms pointed straight up to the sky and touch them at the fingertips, kind of making a, a mountain, like a peaked mountain pose, or you can keep your arms at your side. I find this is really good to kind of get back into your body and sort of give yourself a little bit of strength. It gives you a little bit of strong foundation. Hmm. Thank you. And of course, like we were talking earlier about uh, messages from the earth and um, connecting with, you know, that kind of energy of the, you know, animals and the trees, earth walking or journeying to connect with the messages and energy of the earth is a very powerful thing that anybody can do. It's such a simple thing. But it's important to set an intention of opening in the messages, like we were saying earlier about allowing these to flow. So often we walk um, around so focused on the narrow view, which traps us and holds us captive. You know, you'll be worried about work or you'll be worried about that test or something that's weighing on you. So when we set the intention to open to what surrounds us and invite in the information, there's so much that can be revealed. And you can literally do this anywhere. You don't have to be, you don't have to go into the forest. You don't have to go into the depths of some mountain somewhere. You can do this at the park. Um, you can even do this if you're immobile and you can't go anywhere and you, you have to be inside. You can do this by opening your window and inviting in, you know, the, the energy of the birds. You can 
not like the actual birds, but the bird song. You probably don't want a bird in your house, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but you can do this. Um, you can even connect with a. I've I've seen you know, and it, again, like when you live in the north, um, you have a lot of house plants. If you're me, I think I have a hundred and I don't know ten or something house plants in wow, my house. Wow, that's yeah. so inspiring. <laughs> I have I have a I have a problem I obviously. I have an earth energy problem. <laughs> so, oh, I um, love that. So it allows you to connect when you can't outside. I mean, the like the the exterior and the the cold winter weather has its own lessons and has its own you know the trees have their own messages during this time of year. But you know when you need to when you need to connect with something green, definitely you can do it through house plants and stuff like that. You can even do it through crystals. I mean, crystals are a wonderful a wonderful energy that you can connect with literally any time uh, of the earth energy. And what do you? Um, we've got people listening. Of, uh, at all different kind of stages of, of experiencing this. So um, what's your way of actually connecting when you say connecting? Usually For I someone try. someone who, who is new maybe. When it's when it comes to something, if, if I'm outside or if I'm even if I'm like connecting to a plant inside, I try very hard to be present. It's really, I, uh, I find so often we're not present, but I try really hard to be present and have almost like a mini meditation where I just clear my head and just try really hard to just uh, like let all the stuff go, you know, let all the, allow all this, all the smog that kind of covers us just sort of to go away. And I just sort of tap into the energy of like what's here right now, whether it's, you know, Oh, it's a bird coming and sitting here. Okay. Let's just be, let's just enjoy this and be present and, and flow with what's happening right now. Be present and just kind of feel into it. Because so often, like I, in a previous life, I uh, I was in an office and um, I had my little walls and you know you you lose so much touch of being present with the natural world and I found I had to like relearn how to do that how to how to sort of get away from the 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 hustle and bustle and actually just be present with something that was living so now I take an opportunity to do that whenever whenever I can but like I said it's just it's just about being present and just being acknowledging this living being like this this whether it's a plant whether it's a bird oh that's perfect it's that allowing again isn't it it's always about allowing it is always about allowing and like it was something that i had to again learn because like we're taught not to allow we're taught to put up walls Mm. we're taught to it's just a plant it's just a leaf it's just it's just the moon it doesn't matter but it's again we're all connected and it's so important to be able to allow this energy in because to close ourselves off is just you know you wind up being being un, unrooted from all of this vital energy and you know there's sickness and there's there's things that can happen to the body when you're you're so closed off to everything different energy points can get clogged and everything just kind of winds up being you know it's unhealthy to be that disconnected from from that so thank you that's a great answer i love it so in, in addition to being an addict of plants, I'm also a crystal addict. As I as I have uh, said before, I, I'm very um, I love crystals. I love working with crystals. I love everything about crystals. So when it comes to specific practices using natural energy, I work a lot with them. Um, crystals are powerful allies that you can program with your wishes and intentions, and use them to heal, transform, draw, and manifest energy into your life. Um, I love them so much. Um, I work a lot with teaching. Um, about the, the information and the different attributes of them on my in my shop and in my on my Instagram, you'll there's always some meme or something with my you know this is what this crystal does or this is what that crystal does. Um, 
I love making crystal grids because they amplify and supercharge the energy of the crystals and you can really focus their specific vibration and talents and kind of merge them again with this connection. I love the interplay of energy and the interplay of, of the different uh, energy that they bring to each other. So uh, one of my favorite combinations to use are uh, rose quartz, blue aragonite and rhodochrosite as a combination for, for love and peace and, and energy. It's this beautiful pink and, 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 and blue energy. I've actually got one right next to me. Um, and it's it just, it's very healing and it, 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 it brings compassion and, and peace and, and love. Amethyst mm. is very um, good for peace. Speaking of peace. Oralite you know, I find is, oh, go ahead. Oh, I didn't want, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, we are, we are pre-recording this, but I always try to imagine what listeners might be asking as we go. So can you repeat um, the combination of the stones that you are mentioning a moment ago. Okay. It was rose quartz, blue aragonite, and rhodochrosite. They're three of my favorite they're three of my favorites. And I also supercharge them with a little bit of orolite because orolite orolite twenty three is actually from Canada. There's one mine I think that that there's just one mine or whatever that produces or like that has it and it's a um it's or in a certain area. There's a couple mines but it's in one certain area of the planet which I just find so fascinating that it's like there's just one like type of crystal in one place. Wow. I love that. It just, it just absolutely love it. But it's very, very, um, it's dense with a lot of different minerals. So it supercharges manifestation and it supercharges a lot of power. It's got anybody who's ever um, used Oralite. It's a very, very, it's, it's extremely healing, but it's extremely um, potent. It's a very powerful energy. Um, and these crystals are really good. You can use them in meditation. Um, you can use them in your yoga rooms and these kind of places because they, they offer such a good grounding energy when you're doing practices like yoga or meditation. And you can also use these specific energies when you meditate. Like if you have an intention you want to set, you know, you can set it using uh, a crystal. Um, quartz is really good for using in any scenario because it's a good um, programmable one. It, it listens very well. So you can program it with any intention or, or desire you want and you can kind of use it in that way. Crystals are really good for dream work as well. Um, they're really, really good. Blue kyanite is really good for um, messages from the unseen. Amethyst is really good for dream recall. And am- amethyst is also really good to help with insomnia. It can calm you down and kind of lower your, it's just even just looking at it is really calming. But these these crystals, in, you can use quartz as well. You can program them with different intentions. If there's something you want, if you're trying to cultivate a dream practice where, you know, you're tapping more into your dreams or you want to have better dream recall, you can actually set a little intention before you sleep, hold your crystal and have a bit of a conversation with it to be able to say, okay, this is what I'm hoping to accomplish during this, you know, sleep time. And and you actually can use these as an aid to be able to help yourself with dream recall. Hmm. So one of the more popular focuses of working with crystals and is healing um, connections with others or drawing in deeper love in relationships. So there are a number of very powerful stones that we can connect with when it comes to drawing in relationships or healing in these areas. So rose quartz is very popular and it's very easy to find. You can literally find it anywhere, which is great. Um, it has a loving, caring, soothing, very pink, wonderful, caring, compassionate energy to it. It's connected with the heart chakra, and it is very good for bringing in loving energy, um, compassion, or anywhere where there's a little bit more love or, you know, connection needed. Unakite is a beautiful composite stone that's got green epidote and red jasper, which seamlessly meld in the energy of these parts. 
And Unikite is really good at drawing something that is meant to be. It's like this, like a twin flame or a soulmate or a, a passion or like a, a path, like an unfolding path. It's very good at connecting to what, what is meant to be in kind of like a, a destiny or like kind of sort of way. Ametrine is a gorgeous fusion of amethyst and citrine, which can help us bring balance to our partnerships and can attract a union that resonates on a deeper soul level. Love Blue, that one. Uh, Ametrine, the purple and the, yes, and the yes. I love that one too. Yeah, it's such a beautiful stone. Blue aragonite is a healing stone that repairs communication and broken connection, which can help when it comes to wanting to get into a deeper soul connection. Because, of course, you know, we all have these these fragments from past relationships or from past, you know, lives or, or these different ways that kind of accumulate. And it's really good to be able to, you have to clear these out in order to have a deeper soul connection. So this can help in order to kind of facilitate that. And of course, my favorite or, or like, uh, 20 or like uh, 23 is a very powerful and rare stone that comes from Canada, as I mentioned. And it's extremely good at manifesting because it's got, um, it's got so many different components and different attributes to it and different, different, parts to it like it it, com- it kind of grows in layers it's got different um different energetic compounds so it's very 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 powerful for manifesting so it's really good to use in any different any different scenario but it can really help in manifesting deeper relationships or, or healing in these areas another very popular use for crystals is protection and release there are a number of very powerful crystal allies that we can use for clearing and protection and I'll dive into a little bit of a few of my different favorites. You can carry these with you for protection. You can keep them around your home. You can sleep with them under your pillow, or you can fuse them with intentions to enhance their energy. I even know people who actually keep them at their doorway, kind of as like a a protection against like any unwanted visitors or anybody, any unwanted energy that they don't want in their home. So the first stone I would like to talk about is citrine, which is a beautiful very potent for clearing away negative energy. It's extremely, extremely, extremely powerful for getting rid of any negativity. It's a very beautiful yellow stone. Um, it can be helpful in clearing away cobwebs that collect in our mind as well and cleanse our, our energetic field for new new energy to come in. Uh, it, it's one of the ones where if you wanted to add it, like when we talked earlier about having a, a spray clear away energy and you can put a little bit of essential oils you can also drop a crystal in there if you wanted to make a crystal water because you that's all that's instantaneous you know you can just put a crystal in there and you can have the crystal energy to be able to infuse in that and use it as a room spray and and use it as a spray to be able to clear kind of the energetic vibrations that are sort of clinging around Mm. smoky quartz is very good for absorbing cleansing and clearing away because it can release um, a lot of the negativity that we have going on um, it can suck up a lot of the ill energy and transmutes it back into earth energy. So it's very it's very good at grounding and clearing kind of in one step. It's very, very good at deflecting negative energy. And a lot of people use it for shielding and protection work. They'll keep it with them to protect against psychic attack or any kind of, um, any kind of stresses in the environment because it's very, very good at blocking. Labradorite is a very potent stone also for protection from unwanted energy and from physical harm. It is extremely good for shielding and is very, very good to carry with you or to have in a, you can also, of course, any of these stones you can have in a jewelry form because then it's very easy to take with you. Um, Snowflake obsidian is another one that's very, very good for clearing away and for protection. It can help you with negative vibrations or anything that needs to be blocked and sort of kept away, like bad vibrations, the environment. Um, It's very, very grounding. 
It can help you when you're feeling scattered or when you need to kind of focus up thoughts and kind of focus a little deeper on, you know, your thinking. It can also be really good for past lives. Like it kind of, it's, it's a very shamanic stone that way that it can kind of connect with that sort of, um, that sort of thread. Uh, selenite is another one that's very, very powerful, um, for clearing away blocks and for, um, helping tap into something that's a little bit more for protection. It's also very good at clearing. It's, I've, I've, um, you can also use crystals when it comes to clearing away energy in the home. I've actually used before, um, a little selenite wand you can actually use to clear the energy in a space because it's so powerful at being able to transmute the energy and be able to like suck up the bad and kind of transmute it into something better. And how and did of course, you do that exactly? Did you just lay it there with that intention? Well, you can, you can have like, you can place these anywhere in your home in order to like see a benefit like from them, but you can also take it and if you want to kind of clear an energy intentionally, you can take a, any kind of stone, like clear quartz is a very popular one. It's very, very easy to find and very inexpensive. Selenite is another one where you can envision when you're moving this, this stone throughout a space that you're kind of sucking up the energy that's, that's negative or something that if you perceive something you need to get rid of or something that you want to remove, you can sort of envision it being sucked up by the crystal and the crystal can kind of transmuted into some better earth energy um of course you you want to we, we talked about clearing the stones earlier in the full moon you want to do that with your stones to sort of get rid of the energy like some stones need to be charged in order to kind of nullify the energy or you can place it on the earth is another good one you can place you just place your crystal on the earth you got to watch selenite though because it's soft and it is it can be damaged by water so watch things like that but um you can some stones don't need to be actually charred or some stones don't need to be cleared citrine is a very good example it's got such a high vibration and such a clearing energy that it actually just kind of keeps on trucking it just kind of keeps going it's actually mm-hmm. really fascinating there's so many things we can do with them and the good part about crystals is they're so portable and they're so they're so able to be kind of everywhere we are whether it's in a form of jewelry or a specimen in your home or a crystal grid or anything you can have them anywhere so it's great to be able to bring that energy of earth inside or with you wherever you go you can take it literally wherever you go so or if you're a rock addict like me you can have them literally in every square space of your (laughs) entire house in every room so Now I would love to share a meditation practice. It's a meditation and grounding practice I would love to share with everyone. Oh, that sounds great. Let's take a few moments to become present and grounded in the sacred temple of our body before we begin our journey. I invite you to get comfortable. You may choose to sit or lie down, whatever is most comfortable with you. You can close your eyes or focus your gaze on one spot in the room, whichever way is most in alignment with how you choose to meditate. Everyone is different and there is no right or wrong way. We'll begin with a few slow, deep breaths. Each time you breathe in, breathe all the way down into your stomach. Breathe in slowly through your nose until your abdomen and lungs expand with air. 
After drawing in a long, deep breath, exhale through your mouth. Just let go of each breath. And with it, release any tension or stress you may be holding on to. You might like to mentally repeat the word relax as you breathe out or any other mantra or word that can be rising for you at this time that creates calm within. Slowly draw in a deep breath, gradually filling your lungs and abdomen with air. When they are full, release that breath completely. You are beginning to feel yourself relaxing. Your breath will dissolve tension and resistance from your body just as easily as warm water melts ice. Breathe in once again. Feel your body fill with air, and when you are ready, release the breath, letting it flow out naturally. Breathe all the way out until your lungs are empty. Let's draw in a final breath, nice and deep. Feel yourself relaxing as you gradually release the breath. Now allow your breathing to return to normal. And begin to scan over your entire body, looking for areas of tension to release. As we call attention to each body part, I invite you to bring your awareness to it and relax it as deeply as you can. You don't need to concentrate intensely on this task. Just feel or imagine a sensation of relaxation and relief moving through each part of your body. You can picture a white or purple healing light infusing each area as it relaxes, bringing you awareness, peace, and love. I invite you to bring attention to your jaw. Allow your jaw muscles to loosen and let go. Allow your tongue to rest comfortably in your mouth and release all clenching or hardness that is present there. Now let your attention wander to the muscles in your face. Allow your eye muscles to soften and release. Allow your cheeks and forehead to relax. Let this peaceful feeling flow slowly down your neck. Feel it soothe your throat and dissolve any tension as it slowly glides down your shoulders. Let your shoulders go. Give them a moment of your attention and just mentally repeat the word, relax, as you let them soften, let go, and release all tension. Now bring your awareness to your arms. Feel and imagine them becoming loose and limp. They are relaxed and at peace, all the way from your shoulders, through your wrists, to the tips of your fingers. Now focus on the muscles in your back, all those muscles surrounding your spine. Just let those muscles relax and let go. Now bring your awareness to your chest and all the muscles surrounding your rib cage. As you breathe in and out, invite this area of your body to relax. As you breathe in and out, feel your stomach gently rise and fall. Let your belly soften and relax with each breath. 
Feel it releasing tension as each moment passes. You can feel yourself slowly slipping into a state of deep relaxation. Now bring your attention to your thighs. Imagine all those strong supporting muscles beginning to relax and unwind, letting go of any tension. Flow the relaxing energy down your knees, through your calves, and down towards your feet, inviting your body to melt and relax into the flow. Let them all loosen and relax and just continue to breathe in a way that is comfortable and peaceful for you. From this place of centered calm, we begin our journey. Rooted in this still place, we take a guided path within. You find yourself in a vast clearing in the middle of a sacred forest. The thick, lush trees surrounding you glitter in the sunlight. You see a path unfolding in front of you which stretches out into a dense forest. The path is calling you forward. You move effortlessly onto the trail and into the trees. You move deeper into the thick trees, feeling the brush of leaves on your skin as you walk. You smell the cool air and hear the animals and birds that surround you. With each footfall forward into this magical place, you can feel the ancient wisdom surrounding you and flowing through you. You can feel the energy of the earth seeping into your soul. The pathway spills into a small clearing that is illuminated by the sunlight. In the center of this mystical place is a single tree, its tall form reaching into the heavens above. It looks ancient, the rough bark housing an eternity of wisdom and knowing. You sit at the base of the tree and lean back, comforted and supported by the strong tree behind you. You feel as if your body is one with the tree, rooted deep within the earth, grounded in strong foundation, supported and nourished by the soil beneath you, the sunlight on your skin, and the breeze in the air. You feel connected to the birds that make their home in your branches, and the animals that feed from your fallen seed and make shelter under your boughs. You feel your roots deep within the earth, connecting to all living things. As you are connecting to the energy of the earth, drawing strength and ancient wisdom, you speak the following affirmation. I am rooted deeply within my truth. I stay grounded and easily adapt to any situation. I am nurtured and safe. I am divinely protected at all times and in all ways. I am flexible with the flow of life and adapt with effortless ease. I am present. I embody health and well-being. I allow my body and mind to evolve with the seasons and cycles of life. I am one with my body, my spirit, my heart, and my mind. I nourish myself and am nourished by the universe. 
I am connected deeply to the earth and her medicine. I am able to withstand all storms. I am calm, centered, and peaceful. I am able to release my fears and trust that I am always safe. I let go of all anxiety. I remove my energetic roots from all that long no, no longer serves me. I am worthy of feeling secure and safe. I am at peace with the world surrounding me. I invite well-being and balance into my sacred space. My home is my sanctuary. I'm fully supported by the universe in all ways. I am blessed. I am loved. I am safe. When you are finished, you open your eyes and stand up. You place a hand upon the ancient tree in thanks and reverence and place a natural gift for the earth at the base of the tree. You walk back into the forest, surrounded by the energy of the sacred trees. You follow the path in front of you until you reach the clearing, surrounded by the sound of birdsong and wild animals in the bushes. You feel at peace, strong, and rooted deeply in your truth. Bringing your awareness back into your body. Begin by inhaling and exhaling gently and slowly wiggling your toes and then your fingers. Taking your time, feel your presence returning to your feet, your legs, your thighs, your belly, your chest, your shoulders, your neck, and finally your face. Take a few more breaths before you slowly open your eyes. Once you're rooted back in your body, take a moment and be here with the messages and gifts that you received from your journey and any guidance or wisdom that was enlightened on your path. Take note of the animals, signs, and symbols you saw on your journey or any messages that rose for you. Take another moment to slowly move your body before sitting up and bringing your focus back to your day. That was wonderful. Wanted to give a moment there for everyone to do that. Thank you, Ara. So very welcome. Mm. Well, I want to make sure everyone knows now that they're they've had a moment. Um, everyone knows how they can stay connected with you and your work. And your website is up on the page. Uh, people can just click on it, but it's thegoddesscircle.net. Um, yep. And you've also got a free gift there. So I've got a link up to that as well. And that's uh, kind of something we touched base on, the moon practices. So Ara's got a moon practices ebook guide for free at her website that you can go get. And I've got a link up to that as well. Thank you so much for being here to share your wisdom with us. It's always such a treat to connect with you, Ara. 
Thank you so much for inviting me. I love being able to connect with you. Oh, it's it's um, just a, such a privilege for me to be here, you know, listening to everyone's wisdom and, and connecting with all different experiences that people have and different practices that they engage in. It's just really wonderful. And I'm so glad you could be part of it. Is there anything you'd like to add before we close today? I just want to thank everybody for joining us and just so very happy and and uh, I'm lucky to be able to be a part of such a wonderful circle with so many wonderful speakers and it's just a joy to be able to be here. Mm, thank you. And before we end, I'd like to thank the spirit of the earth and the beings of nature. And to everyone listening, I want to thank you. I'm so glad to have you with us on this journey. You are such an important part of it. So thank you again for helping to create this space with us. May our relationships with the earth and the beings of nature be ever deepening and ever more beautiful. And may they bring about lasting positive change for ourselves and our world. Until next time, this is Kim Wilborn. Wishing you love and abundance.